the string that grants three wishes once it falls off is actually based on a real Brazilian tradition. Just not as creepy. Hey, this is Drew here with my little sister, Ashley. Hey. Hey, just (laughs) us two this week. Um, We had a good run. How many was it? Two weeks with the three of us? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a new record? Uh, It might be, actually. (laughs) A recent record? (laughs) Um, So yeah, Derek has vanished into a cloud of... um, Black smoke. Misty air, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Exhaust um, from a shower, um, as far as we know. But I'm sure he'll be back soon or um, permanently changed. We shall see. Ooh. Meanwhile, you are listening to New Release, episode 180. Wow. Pause, pause for... <laughs> yep. Clap, clap, clap. Uh... <laughs> keep saying like a joke about it being an impressive number, but this is an even number. At least. Yeah. Sounds nice. kind of cool. Um, <laughs> um, so new release is a TV and sometimes movie podcast where each week we watch something new and then decide if we want more. Yeah. Before we talk about this week's um, feature presentation, we should um, look back on what we've been doing on new release. I don't think this is going to take very long because <laughs> last week we went back 20 years yep. to 2003 to talk about cabin fever. Um, I've mentioned this to a couple of people in my life and they've had mixed reactions to like, <laughs> everyone remembers the scene of course, but some people are like, Oh God, that was a terrible movie or like, <laughs> Oh, that, I kind of remember liking that movie. Um, <laughs> have you talked to anyone about this, Ashley? I haven't. I should have. Um, I should have texted Katie, friend of the podcast, because we wa- used to watch it together. But I did not. Um, like repeatedly. Well, no, but we've seen it. I mean, that's yeah. who I watched it with. <laughs> Just so. over and over. It was no, y'all's no, no, no. favorite movie to watch. No, together. that was the faculty. So right. very different. Which is great. <laughs> yeah, um, very different. But also, it's that's the writer of Scream, and and has kind of like is playing on horror tropes and and self-aware characters. So um, there's some overlap there, I feel like. Um, But The Faculty, I would say, is an overall better movie. I've watched that pretty recently, and it holds up very well. Yeah, I'll have to rewatch it. Because, yeah, I just remember being actually like a good movie, like pretty good. So Yep. Um, Which Cabin Fever was just, I mean, it wasn't a terrible movie. I enjoyed watching it, but I wouldn't watch it like every year. No, I don't know if I'll I'll probably make it another 20 years and yeah. perhaps the rest of my life, whichever comes sooner. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I, again, we we overall, I think we're pretty positive on it last week. So mm-hmm. not to um, bury it too hard, but it was. Um, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't like uh, the more I've had time to process since the episode. It's not like growing in right. my estimation. Yeah, you didn't watch Cabin Fever two and three and four and the prequel and three. I didn't. <laughs> I did not. No, didn't have time to squeeze that in. Football season has started, yeah. so yep. um, that took up. <laughs> I was thinking yesterday as I watched, not like football for twelve hours straight, but I watched some of the morning game, some of the the afternoon games, 
and then half of the the your favorite team, the Giants, play. Oh my gosh, we had to stop watching it. <laughs> so yeah, that was the the Chargers are my you know favorite team as of the last three years, and they probably had the most entertaining game. Um, mm, it was okay. They lost 32-34. I don't know why we're a football podcast now, but um, <laughs> but the, the, it was a bad finish to the game but like super entertaining and man was that uh chargers or that giants cowboys game not entertaining it was terrible um, yeah <laughs> yeah but see you i don't know if you've been watching college football but anyway uh there were some fun college games no i know um um i think oregon came back and won and then texas upset alabama mm-hmm. so and cu's 2-0 and they beat tcu last week which was ranked like 17th and we weren't ranked at all. So. Oh, yes. This is the Deion Sanders story. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Him and Pretty his son cool. taking mm-hmm. over the program. Yeah, it is really cool. This would be a good sports doc, um, which maybe we'll talk more about um, kind of rags to riches or, you know, underdog stories mm-hmm. um, when we get to coming soon. Uh, did you ever go back to telemarketers? I did not. Okay, <laughs> no. I didn't think so. But I honestly just I, kind of forgot about it, but I don't want to go back to it. So, yeah, I, I don't think we mentioned it last week. I had already finished it. Um, should have asked Derek because had he finished it when we recorded? Um, I don't think he had. No, but he watched more than one episode. I think. yeah, I think he had watched two and was going to finish. So we need to check in with him next time because the I'll I'll just tell you since you're not going to watch yeah. it the it starts in in the early 2000s and then jumps ahead a little bit in the second episode but then it jumps all the way to like 2020 in the oh. last episode so they <laughs> okay. kind of like connect with a um professional documentary filmmaker who has some connections to like the produ- the the big name producers we talked about um the Safdie brothers and Danny McBride like mm-hmm. that all kind of comes later into like they all helped they helped them put together the footage, but they at some point had like a real camera crew um, following them. So the look of the last episode is quite different. And I wouldn't say like there's a big payoff (laughs) or anything, (laughs) but there's a little bit more like production value for better or worse. It's, it doesn't really affect the story of these. It doesn't make the story more exciting or like more. No, change but the tone anyway. Probably not. They cover a lot more ground. They meet with some very high-profile people, members of government, and members of the the organizations. It doesn't really go super well or super, <laughs> you know, effectively. <laughs> but mm-hmm. they do kind of um, line up some high high-profile appearances, and yeah, it it's um, it's definitely kind of interesting to see how because it picks up relatively in present day how this is morphed from like more of an issue with um police fundraising to political action groups so um political action committees maybe packs packs and super packs and just kind of like they're the 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 telemarketing industry keeps finding a way (laughs) if there's (laughs) any like sort of regulation or fine or major fines that that get levied upon them they kind of just find another loophole to exploit. And the latest one seems to be like political fundraising Um, for obvious um, reasons is really hard to regulate that being like it's in the (laughs) uh, politicians interest to (laughs) not regulate it. And they have high profile friends. So um, yeah, it's a complicated web that 
that keeps expanding over the the three episodes it just to this day i assume they would have put like a uh, a title card at the end if some kind of major policy had changed which they but by the fact that but they don't have did. that <laughs> I, yeah maybe you, like you sh- wasted four hours of your time no because the okay. journey is is compelling spending time with the character the, the the kind of unlikely heroes of the of the documentary um is interesting i'm glad it was only three episodes that was the right length um because of the time jumps and stuff i feel like it that was warranted um, you know, they've got like 20 years of, of footage here. So um, I think it, it warranted three episodes, but that was probably it. Okay. Yeah. I won't so go that's, back, so. yeah. So that's <laughs> our telemarketers update. Probably the last we'll talk about that unless Derek has something to share. Um, so yeah, I think we're ready to um, move on to this week's main subject. Ashley, what do we got? All right, so this week we watched The Changeling, not the movie Angelina Jolie, the one that came out recently on Apple TV. Um, it is about a couple named Apollo and Emma who fall in love and have a baby and everything seems great, but Emma makes this like three wishes thing when she's um is she in she's not in Brazil though, is she? Where does she go? She goes, yeah, I think it's Brazil. Is it Brazil? Okay. So she travels to Brazil when they're first started to date. And then she meets this woman by a waterfall who's probably a witch and she makes her make three wishes. And then that starts to unfold once Apollo cuts off her bracelet. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Here's a little bit of the, uh, a little bit of the trailer before we jump in. You don't see, but you will. The reason I said no to you when you first asked me out. Do you want to go to dinner dinner with me? Mm-mm. And the six times after that. Hey. No. 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 Is because I'm moving to Brazil. Will somebody wear me to the face? When I got there, mm. there was a lake there, a lagoon. They told me not to go, but... Now it turns scary. Listen. I'll just cut it off there because you did <laughs> cover most of it. Um, yep. And I didn't see, I haven't seen the trailer, so I don't, I didn't really know what was going to happen next or what's going to happen next. So. Yeah. So it's Lakeith Stanfield and um, who plays the woman? Clark uh, Bacco is her name. Okay. Clark. Yeah. So I, cool. I don't really, Clark is a cool name for a girl. Yeah. I don't really know her from anything. Obviously, we know Lakeith from a few things. Um, he's been, kind of a, a rising star for five years or so. Um, but they are, uh, the show definitely kind of depends on their chemistry. You can kind of hear from that trailer. It starts as sort of a multi-generational love story where you go back to like their parents, you keep jumping in like time, um, different periods of New York. So it's fun to see kind of the production value of some of that. And then he persistently pursues her um (laughs) while she's working at the library and kind of won't take no for an answer um for them to go out on a date and it's got some a decent amount of voiceover and stuff um and kind of like fairy tale storytelling because it's based on a book that came out um in 2017 i want to say um by victor lavale so that's that's my setup Uh, that's the setup for it 
and I'm really curious. Uh, we haven't watched too many shows that are just kind of um, long form, like fantasy, um, horror, whatever this is going to be. I, this is the perfect type of show to kind of decide if we're going to keep, if we're going to be engrossed in the story or not. So I'm really curious before you answer that, just like what your, what your first impressions were. Um, before I answer that question, she was in letter Kinney. Oh, like right. I did know that. Yeah. I forgot. Um, cause it was like, she yeah. looked familiar, but I couldn't quite, but yeah, she wasn't, she's most notably known for letter Kinney. Um, yeah, she plays quite, Wayne's is, girlfriend. Yeah. Um, which is quite the difference on. between <laughs> the show. Um, so, I'm digging it. <laughs> okay, good, good. Um, it's kind of. I mean, I almost wish it was a movie. That's this is where my like my personal flaws come in because I don't know if I can watch eight episodes if, or whatever of it. Um, but if it was like a two hour movie, I'd be all in. So that's yep. the only that's the only catch with me in this show. I'm just yeah. and I'm curious to see where it goes because obviously it turns a little like scary and we'll see what happens. But I just have no idea. <laughs> So. Yeah, we we know from well, you didn't even see the trailer, but no. you kind of in your synopsis, you said that bad things start to happen when she cuts off the the, the bracelet, but not really, not in the first episode. Like, I mean, her, yeah, I and mean, not in the first episode, but like she had to give birth on a subway, which was not in the plan. So true. I feel like that was like kind of like she has like a healthy baby, but which was one of her wishes. But maybe not the way in which she wanted to have it. So that might be part of the that. That's definitely a tense scene. Yeah, like yeah. they're leaving. She's going into labor at dinner at this really fancy restaurant, and her friend is about to tell um, Lakeith that, um, like, give him some kind of major warning about her third wish because yeah. two of the wishes have come true. She wanted to have a kid with a man who really loves her or something. Basically, yeah, a good husband, a healthy baby. Yeah, yeah. And they're already married. Like, because we did another time jump after she gets back, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. So they're married. Um, they have a really cute baby boy in the subway. <laughs> yeah. Um and I mean, obviously we know, yeah, this is gonna take a dark turn. We get all these flashbacks. It's not that nothing bad happens in the first episode or nothing scary happens because he's always having these these nightmares about a person who's got like a blue face um coming to his uh apartment when he's a kid his so his dad uh, very similar to him um strongly pursues um mm-hmm. who would end up being his mom that's a that's an interracial couple it's a white guy um kind of pursuing uh, this black woman at her at her job um it gets her fired um yeah. but i mean she, she was working for a criminal so that wasn't really sustainable but they don't get off on the right foot necessarily, but he seems all in on their marriage. And then a couple years into it, just mysteriously disappears. She and does. We don't, yeah. No, he does. Oh, wait. Oh, that's right. She raises him. Yeah. yeah. She raises the baby. Yep. That's and right. we like, or what did, what did you, what was your interpretation of how, like, I, I guess because we know there's more to the story, we assume he didn't just leave like her to for someone else like something crazy happened yeah that's what i'm natural that's what i'm assuming because he just seemed so in like all in and then all of a sudden he just disappears seems kind of weird yeah um yeah i don't know and he like shows up basically i mean these are all dreams i guess but one of them might have been a flashback where um 
uh, as a kid, what's Lakeith's character name? So I don't Apollo. keep saying that. Apollo, yeah, duh. Yeah, um, after Rocky. Rocky. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they see Rocky maybe the night he was conceived um, mm-hmm. on their first date. So someone shows up at the door in Knox, kind of the dream he he keeps having. But there's a box with, there's nobody there, but there's a box with books. And one of the books is a very like unusual um, uh, book of uh, fantasy um, fairy tales, fairy tale drawings with like some disturbing stuff about like a fairy that keeps coming to steal babies. And (laughs) some, it seems like his dad is uh, ended up in another, in another world. And he was like, he maybe came back and took Apollo to that world at some point. Maybe not. Maybe that's mm-hmm. a dream. But Apollo is kind of um, uh, intertwined with this dark fantasy world, it, it seems like. Yeah. Yep. And now yeah. she's intertwined in it as well. So. Yeah. And their kid. Um, yep. <laughs> and then compounded by whatever kind of curse the wish the you know the red string is gonna have so what's the what was the curse like when you when it falls off your wishes start coming true yeah as soon as it's like released basically so but he prematurely cut it yeah but why is that a bad thing because then they start happening because you're, you're not supposed to you're, you're supposed to let it, it like mm-hmm. stay as long as it can hope your life works out but like respect kind of the natural order of of the string yeah but i don't think well we'll see but i don't think him cutting it really changed things it just sped sped it up i think i mean one thing (laughs) is she wasn't supposed to go there in the first place like she was warned and she defies that warning as as she says um in the trailer and um brazenly kind of goes anyway and then the the woman looks you know like a witch witch doctor um And I guess when she's there, she doesn't really give her a choice. But um, <laughs> uh, so well, she tells her you have to make those three wishes while she ties the knots, or she if she doesn't, she dies. Yeah, it's a lot of pressure. So <laughs> I'm sure I'm yeah. ready to go. Yeah, very quick, very quick. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we'll yeah we'll see like or it doesn't really matter if uh, the wishes are are going to come true anyway or you know like it, it, we're going to come true eventually. What's pretty kind of kind of funny about this is I think they even say it in the first episode. This is like the oldest um, uh, horror lesson in the book. Monkey's Paul, be careful what you mm-hmm. wish for. Yep. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> and you, yeah. your wishes are going to be, or even twisted metal. <laughs> when right. you, if you win the tournament, you make a wish, but you get like, you know, a horrible consequence for your mm-hmm. wish. So does it bother you at all that this like <laughs> feels like a very uh, trite, or you know, recycled premise? Not really. No, um, no, I don't think so. And I'm, and I'm already like pretty invested in the characters. So, um, yeah. I don't why do you it. think? It's why just, do you think that is? Well, I really like him already. From like, thank you for smoking. Or what was it? Thank you for smoking. Thank you. Not Sorry for- to bother you. Yeah, for some reason I confuse those two, and I know they're completely different movies, but I think it's just the way it's like written, like the text. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. um, but I already really like him, and I kind of vaguely vaguely remember her but i just really like their love story so i'm into it um yeah so the setting really is really cool and i'm curious what the third wish was and like the way her friend was describing it it's like oh shit like something crazy is gonna happen so um i just want to see yeah what happens <laughs> i love when characters are like 
super into books and reading on mm-hmm. movies. He's like an obsessive reader as um, sort of like a stand in for only having one parent. He maybe like everyone in his mom's life would Collects books for him. It's so cute. Yeah. would give him books and he was sort of a loner and just kind of lost himself in maybe literally lost himself <laughs> in yeah. the fantasy world of, of um, literature. But uh, he meets their meet cute is at a library when she's being like pretty considerate to a homeless person or a person mm-hmm. that is coming in wanting to use with some mental um, uh, issues. And she handles that really well. And that catches his attention. So he's just like, seems very sensitive and she seems like fiery when they go on their first date and they're mm-hmm. kind of like hot and cold energy it really works together. Yeah. And just the setting is, is, is really cool. Like there's been a couple HBO shows I was thinking of that mix these kind of supernatural, um, historical stories. And, um, I don't know if you saw Lovecraft country. Uh, no, I did not. Yeah. So there was that one, which obviously takes, um, fantasy elements from um hp lovecraft's stories over the years but it it kind of deals with um racism and and um wait you know. i watched the first episode of that yeah yeah it was it was it was a pretty batshit crazy show by the end but um i <laughs> i ended up finishing it and really liking it um and then there was um the watchman which also, again, deals with kind of historical issues uh, facing <laughs> um, uh, African-American characters. Mm-hmm. Um, I so I don't know. That. Yeah. It reminded me of those. Um, that's also based on, you know, um, uh, source material, uh, literary source material, and just kind of mixes really naturalistic, believable characters with what's going to be some pretty um, high concept supernatural stuff, it seems like. Not yeah. really so far. Um, I mean, what do you want from how much like supernatural stuff do you want? Or do you think it should focus more on on their story? Like what do you, what kind of show do you think it's going to be? Or do you want it to be? Well, I accidentally read like the, well, not accidentally, <laughs> but I read like the like a paragraph on it on the actual series. And so I kind of know what direction they're going in. And that's where okay. I want to go. So oh, good. To... Well, appropriately vague <laughs> um, for me. I did not. Um, I won't answer the the do we want more question yet but i will answer that i've only watched one episode um i probably would have watched all three but i ended up kind of um having other plans and because i put this on on like a friday afternoon blacked (laughs) out all my curtains and was like really into it um Mm -hmm. and then something else came up for me to (laughs) do on my friday to do on my friday night um, or else i would have just kept going with as many as were available but um I don't. Did we mention this is on Apple TV Plus? Uh yeah, I did. Okay. So yeah, this is on Apple. It came out basically. We're we're pretty close to its its premiere. It came out last Friday, and they released two or three episodes up front. Was it two? Oh, I didn't two, but there's four now. So I don't know. Interesting. Um, yeah. I feel like I saw. I thought three were available on Friday, but what? Regardless, they're going to do some kind of. I guess we don't even know the release schedule. They're going to stagger them maybe mm-hmm. two at a time. Maybe it's going to switch to one. Um, but there will be um, a staggered, you know, kind of weekly release schedule through through the rest of September, I assume. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. So, um, 
I don't know. What else what else kind of jumped out at you from the first episode? Um, I like the way it was filmed. It felt like a rom com, but it wasn't so comedic, which I liked. <laughs> I yeah. know, it was just really <laughs> it just really hooked me pretty quickly. Um and I like the backstories of the characters with their parents and I don't know, their wedding was adorable. It's just I really I really like them as a couple, so I'm rooting for them, which makes you want to watch more, which is great. Um and We'll see. Yeah, their first know. date at that at maybe a sushi restaurant mm-hmm. is is really cool. She tells like this story about how um what happened to her parents? I forget. So her parents, her I don't know if it's okay. So I do have a question. So her the flashback she had, was that her brother or her father that was shot? Oh, that was he said I'm with my sisters, but I didn't know if he was going to protect his wife and daughter. I yeah, so she's in the back seat. I think good good question. I think that's her brother though, because she okay. has like a picture of him. So I'm um, not sure. She said her parents died when she was five, but then they flash back to like older sibling, like I guess her older siblings in the front of the car getting pulled over while they're in. I don't know what country they're in. Um, Some kind of like military um or like military run state, um yeah. non non American um state. And yeah, like immediately they're being harassed by the the military police. And, yeah. And you know, so her brother well. gets shot in the gut and almost yeah. immediately dies. And his sister drives off and then she's the youngest and she's in the backseat of the car. And that's really all we know. But in my mind, I didn't know if like he was just lying and saying that that he was the like the sibling. So it's not like the wife and the kid or he maybe because you know, because that tell. would make sense. She doesn't really elaborate, I guess, on the date. Um, uh, she just says they've been out of the picture since she was like four or something. Four or five, yeah. Yeah, and then she was so she was like raised in the library, and by her just, sister. Oh, yeah. so that does make sense. And that is oh sister. right because I was sister. like she's like thirteen years older or something yeah. crazy. So they were already okay. gone. Her parents were already gone at that point. Yeah, and so that's why she was traveling with her brother and sister. They were her surrogate parents. Um. And then it's just her sister who's way yeah. too young but to be raising, you know, a kid all on her own. So she gets help from various other supportive members in the in the community, I guess. And, yeah, and uh, a librarian. So Right. Yeah, which is like where she developed so they have that in common, their kind of love of of books and, and um being around books. Mm-hmm. And and then she asks him about his parents and he's like, That's enough. <laughs> Sad yeah. story, parent stories for one date. But we learned his story throughout the course of the episode just he just doesn't say it right then yeah um, is his mom at their wedding um i don't know i can't remember i feel like at one point they were dan i just couldn't tell i just wasn't sure because they didn't really show the characters that much during the wedding besides the main one so yeah that was a pretty brief snippet but um but yeah aside from the tragedy <laughs> like the date obviously covers a lot of ground like they immediately are falling in in love like from the first date clearly but um like you hear in the trailer she's leaving to go on this she has this you know planned extended vacation to brazil how how long was she gone i have no idea like months year it didn't give a timeline um significant amount of time but a lot because she texted him and was like i don't know if you still want to see me or if you're like even available but i'd love to you'd be the first person i see when i get off the plane yeah so 
and he's there months. and it's yeah. he her flight keeps getting delayed so he's asleep <laughs> when when she finally deboards and and sees him that he that he waited so yeah i mean their their chemistry is uh kind of flawless yeah. so far but whatever you know kind of dark secrets are looming <laughs> are going to challenge <laughs> that and that that'll be where what's really interesting as the show goes forward like this was the f- fun um happy part of the setup and so once it turns into more of a of a dark horror show like um hopefully we're already invested enough in the characters to like want to spend time in, as things go south <laughs> yeah <laughs> um okay well um any other highlights hmm i don't think so i just thought it was really well done so um yeah yeah this show kind of snuck up on us like um we weren't i wasn't really sure that there were going to be that many interesting things to talk about this month so i'm really glad that we made time for this one the i i recognize the name of the writer who um adapted it from um the from the book kelly marcel she's been on this podcast i used to listen to i think script notes a few times but her credits are kind of interesting she wrote saving mr banks 50 shades of gray venom and the venom sequel um so she's got like uh, which um venom the venom and the venom sequel with tom hardy are like some of my favorite recent superhero movies because they're just so weird and 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 funny. Like I, really I think weird, actually yeah. the tone could be compatible with with this show. This show is not trying to really be as like um, funny. I don't think, yeah, but no. it's blending some of those elements. I think that that actually work <laughs> in Venom. <laughs> just kind of unlikely elements of like. Um, uh, buddy comedy in Venom with him and, and with Eddie Brock and the Venom personality. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of unexpected in, in a superhero movie. And, you know, she's doing a different mix of tones here that hopefully will continue to work. I didn't know she did all that's wild. What a, yeah, what a 50 portfolio. Sh- <laughs> yeah. 50 shades, another big book adaptation. Um, Mr. Huh. Banks. That's like a, it's a Tom Hanks movie where something to do with with um, um, Disney, right? I've never seen it. I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure either. Yeah, it's something to do with. Um, it's a biopic related to um, Walt Disney. Walt Disney, yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Um, interesting pedigree there. Um, but now that we've watched it, that doesn't really matter. I'm just hooked on the <laughs> on the show itself. So I guess we'll answer the key question. Do you want more, Ashley? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Easy answer. <laughs> um, well, and I feel, and it actually was like a breath of fresh air because the last couple ones we watched, I just don't want anything to do with them. So. Yep. Well, and it's, um, it wasn't quite an hour long. I don't I'm sure the episodes are going to vary in length, but probably yeah. be with between like 40 and, and 60 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't know. I feel like that's the, and if it ends up being eight episodes, that's definitely, like you said, that's like three movies worth or two and a half movies worth, but yeah, it's probably too long to be a satisfying movie and, or too much, you know, subject matter to squeeze mm-hmm. into two hours, but we'll see if it feels bloated 
you know, making yeah. it seven hours. It's uh, uh, the reason I think um, I'm definitely going to keep watching. So I, I want more as well is just that I don't have, there's not an HBO show right now that I'm watching on a weekly basis. I'm not watching winning time season two. Um, there's, I don't really have like a week to week drama that I'm watching right now. So this can fill that slot for me, which I usually like to have. Mm-hmm. Minus the drama of football. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The week to week, um, football and fantasy football implications will keep me. <laughs> keep, are you, um, doing any fantasy football? No. <laughs> okay. Just, <laughs> all right. Well, good. Just we don't watching. have to talk. We don't have to talk about that. Cause that is way, way more off subject than, <laughs> do you want more football this season? Actually? Yeah, I sure do. Okay. <laughs> you think the giants can improve? No, they're terrible. Yeah. No, no, no. Definitely not. But. Um, all right. Well, I'm excited to keep checking in with this show. We can figure out if we're going to watch, I mean, you know, on our own time, multiple episodes um, before next week or however that shakes out. But we should have a few more check-ins on the changeling for weeks to come, which is a perfect, like, that's the other reason I'm excited for it is this like transitional fall Mm-hmm. Um, season where we're not fully in horror mode yet. This show feels like the night a nice bridge into October. It might get it might get really like horror, like who knows? <laughs> or, yeah, or it will just um it might just quickly full on horror, <laughs> which is fine too. I mean, we already yeah. watched Cabin Fever, so we're yeah, we're ready. <laughs> we're not shying away from it. Um, all right. Well, um, what else do we got? Okay, so each week we watch a show or movie, we take something from that show or sh- movie, and we sell it in our new release gift shop. So what do we want to take from The Changeling? It's a pretty easy one, if we want to go obvious. The bracelet? Yeah. Um, What about like a, like a folklore, old folklore book or something? Oh, okay. Well, as long as you're going to create that. Yeah, I'll create it. Um, <laughs> I was I was already to sign up for string duty, but if you want to if you want to <laughs> illustrate and and author a um child's uh, fairy tale book about um eating kids, go for it. <laughs> I c- it could be like a new release folklore book. Okay, so we can tell like tales from like almost tales from the crypt, but from like each of us or something like that. I think it'd be cool. Yeah, I like it. Um. But if that you want to should... put a string in it as a bookmark, that's fine. <laughs> oh, okay. Some of the books will come with wishes um, in the yeah. form of a slap bracelet that you can't ever take off. Perfect. I'm sure we did slap bracelets before. Oh, yeah. We definitely have. <laughs> uh, oh, actually, you know what? A slap bracelet makes a perfect bookmark. Yeah. Oh, it does. Yep. <laughs> Think about right. that. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh-huh. pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> um Okay, so that's uh, our gift shop edition for this week. Now we have to decide what we're going to watch next week. I think we have only one option, and we, we're going to watch it. <laughs> we already decided. Um, you want to you want to announce it? Welcome and to pronounce Rexham's, it. Welcome to Rexham season two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I watched the opening of uh, a few seconds of the the trailer for this. Actually, I'll just play it. That's a better way to <laughs> illustrate it rather than describing it. Look, we're looking at the documentary right there. Yeah. My documentary. You got two Hollywood actors in Wrexham. They're making this a place you want to come play. It's the biggest sport in the world. The club does mean that much to people. This is bigger than meeting the king. It's more than football. Wrexham is the most special gift I've ever had in my life. 
effect. <laughs> that I feel like last... his voice always sounds fake. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that last line um, bordered on making me um, like, uh, is this just going to be an even more earnest Ted Lasso? Or yeah. like, <laughs> um, but I'm I'm really excited for this because I didn't watch season one, and I don't feel the pressure. You know, like I no. mentioned last week to have to catch up i think i'll be able to jump right in and you did watch season one right yeah yeah it's so, incredible you'll be able to fill in and in, in, fill in any questions i have about mm-hmm. season one so you're gonna be in the driver's seat next week i hope Perfect. you're ready for that yep i am um and then yeah we'll have to figure out what's gonna happen for the next the rest of the month after that there's definitely i, I wrote down some things coming like in uh, october and then in november that i'm pretty excited about but we'll see um every time i think there's nothing on the release calendar like three things come out that i just couldn't find in all the articles i i searched that say <laughs> what's <laughs> what new shows are streaming for september and it's just like one uh, SEO generated article after another without um, a lot of filter. So maybe there'll be some surprises, but for now we've got Wrexham next week. If you want to hear that and find out what we're going to be watching for the rest of fall and beyond, you can search new release podcast on Apple or Spotify or any other podcast place. Ashley. That's a potentially regrettable wish. Ooh, we shall see. good one. Ha, <laughs> ha,